We are I. I'm listening to a podcast right now that's all about diet and nutrition and healthy food and, and like what healthy food actually looks like and the things that we can do to be able to eat good quality food and be around good quality food because the, the food that we buy in our grocery store, even if it appears to be healthy, you know, isn't as healthy as what it could be as if we had access to this based on our own accord. You know, and now I'm talking about, you know, like the produce section, you know, like the meat section, the dairy section, you know, everything that's fresh, you know, in a, in a grocery store. But you, then you get into these breads that are in a grocery store, they might be, you know, air quotes fresh, but a lot of them are full of preservatives and shit. You know, then you get into the, the produce section, which a lot of them are, are not locally grown. They're not vine ripened. You don't know the soil that they were grown in. You don't know how lack of nutrients they are and actually learn something new about produce that I didn't know before is that the more carbon that is in the air, the more carbon these plants absorb and the more they become protein, um, they have less protein and they have more carbohydrate, more starch as a result of having more carbon in the air. Interesting fact that I did not know. Then you get into the meat section and really you know, buying into the industrial farming perspective that we all can agree, it, you know, isn't the best way to be able to get our meat. And these are all things that we all know, like these are the things that have been debated for a long time. But, you know, when it comes down to good quality food, and the when he's talking about these, these topics and things that I know, and the things that I see when I look around are just really, we choose not to have good quality food. Because he did go into how a lot of people, you know, live in big urban centers, you know, don't have an opportunity to be able to, you know, go out and hunt, don't have an opportunity to be able to, you know, go track down a, a local farmer that has grass finished beef, you know, anything along these lines, right? So, but the one thing that I do know is that there's a lot of people who have garden space that aren't utilizing that. A lot of people have backyards who aren't utilizing that. They'd rather cut grass. They'd rather maintain grass, something that is just at a cost. There's no benefit to grass. Visually, it might look a little appealing. There's actually no tangible benefit to grass. It's so annoying that we have to cut it all the time. It's so annoying that we have to water it all the time because if we don't, it won't look that nice lush green that we want it to be. It's so annoying that we have to fertilize it all the time to be able to get it to be that green if we only water it and it'll only look nice in both those things if we do regularly cut it. Now, of course, you know, we can't just let it grow. We have to trim the edges. We have to make it all look nice. You know, we have to aerate it, you know, in the in the springtime to be able to add more vigorous growth. Like it takes a lot to be able to maintain grass. You know, but the one thing that people don't do is they wouldn't put that same kind of effort into growing some of their own fruits and vegetables. I do know that because I do see it all the time. I see it routinely and regularly that people just won't do that. 
And then people talk about not having access to good quality food. It's like, well, you have a whole yard full of grass that you are willing to be able to put effort into continually all the time, but you're not willing to be able to put in the same effort, not any more effort, the same effort. Like, just stop and think about that for a second. If you put the same effort into a different plant, you could eat it and have fresh, good quality produce. Maybe not for all year round. And I'm not talking about this as a sustainable way to eat all year round, but it is going to feed you for X period of time based on what you grow and how much you grow of it. But you're going to put in the same effort. Not anymore. Not any less. You're going to put in the same effort. You are still going to have to water it. You're going to have to plant it. Yes, you don't plant your grass every year. Yes, but the surface area is lower. You still have to weed your grass unless if you spray your grass, you know, with um, herbicides or pesticides, and that's a whole different story. You know, but you're still going to have to do these things. You're still going to have to cut your grass. You're going to have to water your grass. You're going to have to aerate your grass. You're going to have to edge your grass. You're going to have to do all these things. You can put that same effort into something that is, you know, slightly different and actually get a real benefit of. It's really easy to grow carrots, really easy to grow cucumbers, really easy to grow tomatoes, really easy to grow potatoes. But people don't. Even though they're doing something that takes the same amount of effort. And I get like I leave this afternoon to be able to go hunting with my family. This weekend, which I feel extremely fortunate and honored to be able to do so. Something that I have done on and off for 39 years of my life. This is born and bred into my body. And I hope that I can pass this down, you know, to my daughters and, you know, they can take this tradition and they can move forward with it because of like what it means to be able to participate in that and be able to provide that meat, that good quality, nutritious meat, you know, to the ones that you love. Because that's the next level of effort. Like, and we haven't even got to the the middle stage where you just, you're already going to a grocery store. You're already going to a grocery store to be able to buy your meat. What if you could put in the same amount of effort in your car driving somewhere, but you had to go drive somewhere slightly different to be able to pick up your meat? Or if you had to go very much out of your way to be able to pick up your meat and you bought more because you decided to put it in your freezer space. Well, what if you happen to have a deep freeze? You've spent a couple hundred bucks on a small deep freeze. You went to the scratch and dent place and you got yourself a little something, you know, you know, like one of those little uh, tiny deep freezes that actually hold hundreds of pounds worth of meat because I have one and I fill it full of meat. Hundreds of pounds of meat. So even if you had to go out of your way, spend a little bit more money at one time to be able to fill up that freezer, And you didn't have to go back to the grocery store and buy the meat from there. And you always had a good quality, steady meat supply at home. You just had to go down to the freezer and pull it out. Like that's an actual real reality of something that we could do because we do all have time to be able to go do that. And if you buy meat in bulk, even if the price per pound is a little bit higher, if you buy it in bulk, you can get a discount. And I do know this because I do do that. You know, like that's the intermittent stage. So you have one that's very convenient because it's at home and you're already doing something. You just change the plant that you're doing it to. Another one, you're already driving to the grocery store. You might just have to drive slightly 
to a different place, but you can source good quality meat if you want to. Then you get into the third one. Well, actually, let's go with the intermittent layer in the second one. There's lots of farmer's markets that you can go to where people have grown locally grown produce and it's vine ripened and you can go buy these boxes of produce and more likely than not, it's cheaper than what you find in the grocery store because those people can make a healthier margin so they're not selling it to the grocery store at a discount, but they're not charging grocery store prices. So that is something you can period specific definitely do during the year, but people don't because it's not as convenient in the mind is going to a grocery store like what they have done their whole lives. But more likely than not, especially out here in BC, people are driving past multiple farmers markets to be able to get to a grocery store or multiple farmers markets to be able to go to work or come home from work or on a weekend when they're out doing stuff. But again, let's take it to this higher level where you then drive for five hours to be able to go meet up with your family. You set an alarm for, you know, two thirty, three o'clock in the morning because you want to get up and get the body moving and not be tired and be alert and check your gear, you know, have a little something to eat, have a couple cups of coffee, look around at the table and see everybody just, you know, eyes with big bags underneath them and, you know, scratching and rubbing the eyes, trying to find a way to be able to wake up. And you hop in the truck and you go drive for 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, hour, and you sit there in the dark and you don't sit there in the dark for five minutes. You don't sit there in the dark for half an hour. You sit there in the dark for an hour, hour and a half, because you got to be acclimated to your environment. You got to build up that anxiety. You got to build up that hunger to want to be able to find something to be able to harvest. You want to check the wind to see if the wind is shifting every 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Who knows? But you got to check the way that that wind is blowing to make sure that you're in the right spot. You have to set yourself up in the best strategic position. You have to sit there. And then once it just starts to get light enough outside, then your binoculars, your spotting scope are glued to your face because you're looking around at any sign of movement anywhere and figuring out how you have to strategically move to be able to get to that place. You spend hours looking at nothing, the same trees, the same hills, the same blades of grass, convincing yourself that there is something there when there may well not be. But putting in the effort, spending days doing that, spending hours, you know, spending every daylight hour constantly searching and looking for that grocery store that is right in front of you, that bounty, that harvest that is going to come your way. It's the extreme amount of effort. And are you willing to be able to go that far? And even if you're not, you can start peeling those onion skins back to what I just talked about. But these are the layers of life that we can add to our life to be able just to promote health in a good, healthy environment for not only ourselves, but the people around us that we love. So the question of the day is today, is how far are you willing to go to have access to good quality food?